The following conversation about gun violence and school safety with Bend High School students Heather Barclay and Autumn Aubrey and parent Angela Chisholm originally aired April 27, 2018 on the Radical Songbook on KPOV 88.9 FM High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. The Radical Songbook is hosted by Michael Funky. It is a two-hour show highlighting the role that music plays in social justice and protest, and it airs Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. One of the things that has been happening in our community um, the past couple of months is uh, a really um, significant movement, I would say, a, uh, a new generation of activists uh, uh, who have come forward here in Bend and around the country, um, essentially uh, to promote and, and uh, demand safer schools uh, and an end to gun violence. And so I've got three guests here in the studio with me today. Uh, Angela Chisholm, who's from the Parents, Students, Teachers, and Friends of the Ben Lapine School District Against Gun Violence, was on the show with me um, a few weeks back. She's the parent of a fourth grader here in Bend. And also here with me are, um, everybody's got a mic? Yes, yeah. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just double thought I'd better double check. All right. Heather Barclay and Autumn Aubrey are local high school students. I just met them like five minutes ago. <laughs> so I want to, uh, I'd like to start with you, uh, the, the two of you. I know that you have classes to get back to. Playing a little hooky today? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, so anyway, anybody that could get you, could uh, anybody that would be of any concern is not listening. They're all busy over at the school. So we're going to focus most of our limited time on uh, last Friday's student walkout, uh, the national walkout that included students here in Bend. Um, and I think the important thing for our listeners to understand, you know, in terms of what we do here at KPOV is I think that that walkout received kind of minimal coverage. There was a couple of photos in the bulletin. Uh, KTVZ had a report, as I recall. KOHD actually had a report about a kind of a counter demonstration that was going on at the same time. So uh, anyway, so Heather, Autumn and Angela, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So uh, so let's get started here. And like I say, I just met uh, the two students here. So what schools do you go to? We both go to Bend High. You're both yeah. at Bend High. Okay. And what year are you? I'm a junior. I'm a senior. Okay. So Heather is the junior and, and, and Autumn is a senior. Okay, yeah. great. So... Um, so, how, so you know, I, I know that there was a walkout at Bend High uh, last Friday. Let's just start with that. Um, how did that go? Pretty great. Um, I actually left 15 minutes beforehand uh, to set up um, tables, chairs, and then get letter writing stuff out. And then students started filing in at 10 on the nose, and it was incredible. To, and filing in where? Where did you uh, have them? We set up at the church, uh, the pres- First Presbyterian Church. Right, right across, right across the street from the football high, yeah. field there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I walked in with everybody, and it was really cool just to see everyone leaving their class and walking on the sidewalk to the church. Uh, and some people left school and didn't go to the church, but they participated in our movement, and uh, that's what matters. And so it was really moving just to see everyone walking. Towards How many people? Thing. Maybe 150 uh, we're not quite sure, sure of the numbers. Um, yeah. uh, there was a pretty 
We did good number of people yeah. at um, the church, but we're not completely sure. At Summit, right. I know there were 100 kids that showed up to the church near there. I but, think it was probably um, more like 125, but we didn't do a head count. So. Uh, right. No, I yeah, understand. We never did yeah, a head count. I understand. Um, yeah, and it was and, open door for any any school could go to either yeah. the Unitarian Universalist, right. which was where I was. I do know we registered 40 people to vote. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. 40 yeah. people to vote? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can think of some people in Washington, D.C. that might be a little bit concerned about that. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's part of the point. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to um, – so people congregated at the res- these respective uh, religious institutions here in town. And so what – in addition to registering people to vote, what else did you do? during? And how long were you there? I was there for around two hours. Okay. Um, and I wrote letters to people in Congress, and we also had rock painting, so you could paint rocks and write a message on it. A donation from the Bend Kindness Rocks organization. They uh-huh. donated all the supplies um, for both groups at the Unitarian Universalist and the First Presbyterian Church, so they could do Kindness Rocks, which is an amazing positive group that likes to you know, spread good word, and it made it so the kids could, you know, sit down and paint these rocks and do their feelings on these rocks and then pass them out to the community as an expression of what they were going through. That's great. That's great. So it was a pretty um, pretty high-energy day for you, I imagined? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Greg Walden, Congressman Greg Walden, who I assume is one of the people that you wrote some letters to. I mean, a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And have those been sent? They've yes, been sent they already. Been sent. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we should, you know, we're, well, we we should follow up on that and and uh, and call Walden's office in D.C. to find out um, what their response is to those letters. I want to say between mm-hmm. the two groups, there's probably close to 350 postcards sent. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So, Great. And it, not Merry just Christmas. to Greg Walden. Some of them were thank yous. Some of them were to yeah. our governor Kate Brown for the good job she's doing and. Things along those lines, but I have to say, Walden was a very popular subject, at least where I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. no, I, I would imagine so. Yeah, there, there are some folks that have been uh, regularly since the election in November 2016 have been regularly um, standing out on the corner. It's called the. It's it's been nicknamed Walden Corner uh, mm-hmm. on the corner there at bon, at uh, Bond and and uh, and Greenwood, where uh, he has his office upstairs, um, which many of many people who congregate there are no longer allowed to go up into his office for some strange reason so uh was anybody penalized i mean did this did did, was there any kind of negative um how, how did the school respond to it i guess is my question um i know that the oregon education association did send out um that you can't punish you can't do anything punitive to any students um so i haven't heard of anything punitive happening if it were to happen i mean we'd take it up with administration and fight yeah. for them because it shouldn't so we're the, exercising your rights right but. what the district had said was every child that walked out at 10 a.m was to receive a truant now mm-hmm. what that meant was perceived as truant yes so what that means to some kids was really nothing it's not when i was in high school a million years ago you got things like saturday school or detention if you were considered right. truant and that's not the case anymore and if you're a graduating senior it's probably even less right. than yeah. <laughs> well, um, however if a student was chronically truant then it might become an issue if that were one more truant count against them right and there was an issue where kids that were involved with sports if they had a practice or a game that evening Many of them chose not to walk out because they would not have been allowed to participate had they walked out that day because the truancy would have exempted them from any sort of um, sports or 
different school organization. Whether the, whether a coach wanted them to play or not. Correct. The, 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 the coach administration. would have no say in that. Yeah, okay. yeah and the, the National School Walkout website, uh, I signed up Ben High on there and registered us as a school that was walking out. They gave a number and an email. If someone gets suspended or expelled for participating, you can contact them and they'll provide lawyers or anybody yeah. to help you uh, get not get in trouble. Yeah, but so far you haven't heard of anybody that's been mm-hmm. that's been penalized mm-hmm. in any Maybe way. Maybe in other states. But yeah, right. No, I have heard of some, uh, and even, mm-hmm. uh, even here in Oregon, not in this walkout, but I heard that in Culver during the first walkout, just even that, that brief walkout that day, that there, the administration came down pretty hard on some kids and prevented, pretty much prevented them from doing anything out of their I heard concern. That happened in Redmond as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, at the one of the high schools there. Yes, okay. it was. I mean, I can't confirm or right. deny, but it was a rumor that I had heard. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a principal standing in the hallway telling everyone to go back to class. Yeah, yeah. So, so what what drives you to? Why are you involved in this? What what is it? What are your personal reasons for uh, for taking up this cause? I think it's the fact that it's really our lives and our education that's being threatened. We're sitting in classes having to go over gun safety drills when I guess we should be learning math. Um, but it's just it's kind of a terrifying thing to have to think about daily. What am I going to do if someone comes into this room? What do I do? How do I get to, to a place where nothing's going to happen to me? What do I start doing if bullets start coming through the walls? I mean, how do I defend myself and the people in this class? when I'm losing access to education at the same time. Yeah, and there's 72 entrances in and out from our school, whether through windows or doors. And the fact that I have to know that is really sad because it scares me to be like, someone could just stare at this window and shoot at us, or someone could walk in. I've noticed myself constantly thinking about, not even at school, but just in public places, like someone could just walk in with a gun and shoot me, shoot anyone near me. And that thought has constantly been in my mind lately, and that used to not be something that I would think about that much. Yeah, no, it's it's um, it's a challenging time, for sure, in terms of, of gun violence. Um, so... Um, what are some of the solutions that you would like to see? What are what are some of the things that you've thought about that you think should be done? Well, I believe that um, if we incorporate a lot of mental health at our schools, we have a psychiatrist or psychologist on campus, but not that many people know that. And something that is common in a shooter is that they are you know, they have depression or they have abusive homes or they want revenge or something. And so I believe that if we incorporate more mental institutions and giving kids that help that they need, even sending out surveys of like that are anonymous of just getting like who is feeling this way or who is this who is feeling this way and using that as an assessment of how they can make change and training teachers to like help in that realm. Yeah. I personally want uh, more extensive background checks as the first thing when it comes to gun control. Um, I don't think any person should be able to, with a mental illness or just, when it comes to mental illness, they shouldn't be able to access a gun because they will likely hurt themselves. But when it comes to a person who like has anger issues or anything like that, if it looks like a person is able to walk into a school and kill 17 children, then they shouldn't be able to access a gun. And it's just we need to be looking into people who are looking to buy a gun and wanting to potentially hurt children in addition to whatever they may want to do rec- rec- recreationally with it. But 
And so how do you feel like enough is being done in, in Washington, D.C. right now around those these issues? No. Mm-mm. It's a very slow process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Slow grind for legislation. Yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. to stay vigilant. That's the thing. I see people kind of their passion is waning a bit, and I constantly am encouraging people to just stay on task because there's no quick solution to this. This is yeah, it's, a long road. Yeah, and and it, it yeah, it's an extremely long road. And the and the National Rifle Association is an incredibly powerful lobbying organization. In my view, a lobby for the gun manufacturers. That's really the key thing that that, that they do there. And they have a lot of money that they invest in this, and and they're able to uh, really instill a great a great deal of fear in elected officials about their concerns for their uh, their own. Uh, and infuse their pocketbooks. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're up against, yeah, you're up against great odds, you know, on, on one level. But the, but the, you know, but the, the, the encouraging thing from from my perspective is somebody who's been active on a variety of issues over, you know, longer than I care to count. Uh, this is really a dramatic change. I mean, what what you all have done so far is just really incredible, and you know, it's just been a. a a sea change in terms of of how this issue is is being viewed by people and and while it's been a while that we've known that a majority of people want something done um i think that your activism really uh really keeps it in the public eye so so hang in there i know it's difficult on these long inter- these long things i mean the civil rights movement took decades the the Vietnam War fighting against the Vietnam War back in the '60s and '70s literally took ten years of struggling and 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 increasingly larger demonstrations and 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 these demonstrations that you're holding you were you were both at the march I assume mm-hmm. it was a tremendous mm-hmm. show of support there I thought yeah it was yeah. wonderful <laughs> so more of that so what do you say to uh, to people who tell you that guns aren't the problem, that people are the problem? Uh, well, um, I in other countries, when they have made changes to their gun laws, some, some have, um, you know, stayed the same, but those, like, those laws that are made, the violence isn't increasing over time, it's decreasing. Correct. So, like, in, I was reading a story in the UK right after, I forget what year it was, but the first strict law they made, um, they made it right after the, the um, I forget his name, but he killed 17 children. And a week later, they were making laws um, against, like, to protect their students and people. So it's just sad that it has to take so many shootings for us to yeah. try even make it. My change. response is usually, if people are the problem, why are you giving them guns? If you know that it's a problem, why don't we acknowledge that we can take something away to prevent them from being able to harm so many people? And then, sure, like, yeah, if there's m- more restriction, then maybe some people can have access to guns. And But if those guns are restricted, then we're not going to see this violence against humanity, against children. That was Heather Barclay, who you just heard, and I'm here in the studio with Heather and Autumn Aubrey, uh, two students at uh, Bend High School, and Angela Chisholm, uh, who's a parent uh, of a fourth grader here in Bend who's active in the um, Safe Schools um, and Campaign Against Gun Violence. 
Well, let me ask, how many other radio stations have you been invited to participate to sit in for 10, 15, 20 minutes? Uh, just this one. Yeah. <laughs> just one? <laughs> yeah. 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 You make my point. You're not going to hear this, folks. You're not going to hear this anywhere else in Central Oregon, I guarantee you. Heather and Autumn, what do you say to people who uh, will tell you that um, you're too young to understand this and that really you should be, this is sort of an old term, you should be seen and not heard, the term that I heard when I was growing up. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've heard of the Flynn effect in psychology, but it's that over time, uh, people are getting more intelligent, like younger generations, their IQ levels are raising up. And to that I say, like, I'm, I'm 18, like anyone can make a change. And I think that uh, if you believe in something and you're passionate about it, it doesn't mean that you're not smart or you're not intelligent enough. It just means that you're powerful and you're willing to make a change and fight for what you want. And so, yeah, I just really, <laughs> it bothers me a lot when people say that. And you are registered to vote. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think people have a lot of bad things to say about teenagers. And while some of it may be true, we care. And it might be a selfish bit of caring because it is our lives that feel so at risk. But we care because it's us and it's because it's our friends that we see every day in the halls. It's our teachers who have to go into the hallway to lock the door. And it's just our reality. We should be heard, not just seen, because you'll be seeing our faces in the news with a title victim if we don't do something about it. Well, civil disobedience is a great way to make change. <laughs> Absolutely, civil disobedience. So that leads me right into that, my next question, I guess, and that is, do you, in, in school, do you learn about, do you, in classes, are, are there classes where you learn about the history of protests and the history of civil disobedience in this country is something that has happened? Uh, we learn about it and analyze it, but I don't think we really take time to appreciate the fact that it is just such a necessary thing for the country to keep moving and for change to actually happen. Um, we do acknowledge it and learn about it, but it's just not as in-depth as it could be where it tells kids that you can do this too. You can be the catalyst for change. I've learned about it in our RISE club that we're in. Um, but in a what? Where it's a rise club. Where it's a social justice. Yeah. Um, is that the, Matt, is that Matt Fox's? Uh, is, uh, it's Jennifer Van Jarsveld. Um, Matt Fox will come in and hang out with us often. Yeah. Um, he'll be running Design Justice next year too, which is uh, all about that. But in a class period, um, it's sponsored by Muse, so a lot of it has to do with social justice and women. But I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you no, no. Uh, but that's where I've learned a lot about protests. But. Um, I'm new to Oregon at Ben High, and I haven't heard anything. I haven't learned anything this year in any of my classes about protests, only in the club that I'm in. All right. Well, I'm not sure that I have any more questions for you, but I do want to give you the opportunity to just, you know, if there's anything more that, that you want to say, and, and Angela, I want to bring you into this as well to let yeah. us know what the uh, the parents and students, the Facebook group that you formed, I mean, what your what are your plans, I think, for all three of you, I would, I would ask. I mean, you're going to be here for another year of school. Autumn, are you going to college next year, or what yeah. are your plans? Where are you? I'm, I'm going to go to Berkeley. Who are you? Yeah. So I'll be starting a lot of protests <laughs> well, there. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll have no problem finding yeah. uh, uh, allies in whatever thing you want to get involved in there. That's great. Yeah, yeah Berkeley's yeah. a great it's a great institution. Yeah. Yeah. So what what are your plans for the next um and 
looking forward on this to try and keep this moving. For the Facebook group, which, which is uh, parents, students, teachers, and friends of Ben Lapine uh, School District Against Gun Violence, we've got quite a few things that um, we're working on. Currently, I have a group set up where we're going to begin endorsing political candidates because this is part of the process to us where we need to get people in office that um, support what we are trying to pass, you know, things like limiting bump stocks and strengthening background checks and, you know, not in the pocket of the NRA. These things are all really important to this group, so we need to make sure that we are supporting candidates that we that support things that we find important. So that's one thing that the group is working on. Um, are you going to be having forums or anything like that where you're going to be addressing the, having the candidates ad address you on issues? Or? I'm not sure if it will be quite that formal. Um, we're a little bit slow for this current primary, so we're just sending out a questionnaire at this point um, for the races that are contested. And then when it comes to um, November, we will be a little bit more organized and ahead of things, and hopefully we can do some in-person interviews. But I don't intend on doing a forum the way, say, like the League of Women Voters does or anything like that, but just, you know, in-person interviews with the group I have set up. Yeah. Um, just to make sure we have really solid candidates that we back. I mean, the group is it, over 2,500 people, so we I have a voice. I think that's really important. There's, uh, I mean, I think that you can get candidates to talk specifically about this issue, which doesn't always get addressed in the right. forums. Uh, I just recently came I across... I now. I've heard that there are a lot of questions now popping up in the forums because it's so much in the forefront of people's right. minds. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's easier for candidates if it's not, yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's not like part of the forum process, it's easier for them to not say anything at all, which I think a lot of candidates would prefer to do, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. So what are your plans? Well, there are a lot of petitions on change.org you can sign um, for anti-gun violence, and there's one for National School Walkout that I've signed and sent out to people. Um, I've been putting stickers, the safe schools now, I've seen them a lot of places. It's on my, I'm showing in my phone, I have a sticker on my phone, and um, I even wore them at the airport and the uh, cause after the protest because I was flying back to California to visit, and I was wearing them, and they asked me what that, what my stickers meant, and I got to explain it to them and um, I'm just want to keep instilling this and even parents um, like helping like Angela she's that's awesome that she's helped so much in this like if your child's passionate about something like help them because you know they're your family and um, and even if you're scared or something it's just the more the merrier and um, also you know this may sound cheesy but I just want to be more kind and just try to be more kind to people at school because you never know who could be. Kindness is good. Yeah. Your parents Your parents support what you're doing? Yep. Heather? Um, personally, I'm running a photo campaign um, with Audrey Nelson and Denali, uh, who are incredible photographers in the area. And they um, we take pictures of students standing out, um, outside of Highland Elementary School holding up whiteboards, and we call out um, members of Congress who have accepted money from the NRA. It was an amazing post. I yeah. loved it. And, and, yeah. so and how attention. will people be able to access that? Um, they can contact me directly, um, heatherb033 at gmail.com. Say, say it again. Heatherb033 at gmail.com. Um, and then I put them on an email list, and we have another photo shoot coming up this month. Um, and, yeah, we just get people who are willing to help as photographers or bring supplies um, or uh, just get everything organized 
or be in the photos themselves um, as students, teachers, parents, anything. And then we just we post them to Facebook or Instagram and tag um, senators and representatives who we are choosing to call out. Um, the campaign or the movement is called Calling Them Out. I don't know. It's just a way to make sure that they're being reminded every now and again with a different person, a different face. And it is a face of someone who is being affected by what decisions they're making in Washington. And who are the t- photographers that you mentioned that um, are working with you now? Uh, Denali, whose last name I cannot remember, and um, Audrey Nelson. They're both um, high school students in the area. Are you are you interested in having any adult photographers involved in this process? We would love some. I mean, anyone that can uh, get interested and get involved, it's wonderful. We need the support. Thanks so much for, for coming in. Uh, Heather just saw, but you've got a whole bunch of buttons there. You've got a resist button. Yeah, I've got one of those. Uh, what else do you have there? Oh, let's see. I've got, yeah, resist, feminist. I've got Scott my Skinner. orange ribbon. Yep, my God Skinner. And then uh, I got a nasty woman pin and a Shakespeare yeah. face, <laughs> because why uh, not? <laughs> well, I want to just say I only have four of these left, but it looks to me like you need a stop Trump button. I do need a stop Trump button. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. It's going on right now. Right on. Okay. Very good. I was able to give one of those to uh, Governor Kay Brown last week. Yep. Wow. And awesome. she put that on as well. All right. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks. So, thank, thank you so much, you so much for yeah, having Yeah, thank us. you, Heather, Heather Barclay and Autumn Ob- Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey. Yeah, I'm sorry, and <laughs> okay. and, and uh, Angela Chisholm for coming in to talk to us today about the movement that you have started here in Bend and will continue here in Bend. We really appreciate it very, very much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and a program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.